This week, we visit and review the Florida Aquarium in Tampa and interview their VP of Marketing, Carrie Getz. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com, our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to this week's edition of uh, the Florida Aquarium episode. Yeah, I'm excited. It's a it's a new kind of what what did you call it water watershed, watershed a, moment. This is a watershed episode for us. Yeah, because it's our first. We got our first guest on the show. We actually yeah, have an interview. We have an interview this week. Um, lined up. Yeah, and it's 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 really it was a really great day. So I'm excited to talk about it. But before we get into that. We're all, I mean, we, everybody has been on the edge of their seats all week long waiting about to wh- hear about, about what? About the Carousel of Progress and the Niagara Falls fan. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure that you researched this. So last week we had a little <laughs> sidebar where we were talking about the Carousel of Progress ride at Tomorrowland yeah. and Magic Kingdom and, and how. And we've all just been like biting our nails. Like, yes. <laughs> Everybody couldn't wait to hear what I had to say. So we were talking about the guy, the main guy, I think his name is John. He's the character. And in the 1920s. His name is John? I think Does so. Any- Didn't, don't they say, hey, John? I think it's John. That's what I found when reading this. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, I don't know if they ever say I his I know name. she refers to him as George at one time, but that's when they're dressing up as George and Martha. Right. But, um, yeah, anyway, go so ahead. So in the 1920s scene, he's got a fan, like a little hand fan that says Niagara Falls on it. And mm-hmm. I thought, why, what is that? Like, is it some kind of Easter egg? Yeah. What's the meaning behind the Niagara yeah. Falls fan? Yeah. So I spent time on the on, on the interwebs on, on the interwebs <laughs> on the googles this week and i tried to find it and most of the time i would find people saying does anybody have like a high-res version of that fan i want to be that guy for halloween and i need to have that okay fan. that's funny so the long story the the the, the i guess the anticlimactic answer is oh no i couldn't Ant- find out there's no <laughs> answer for it and nobody was even asking the question like i'm surprised no one else is wondering why this guy's got a niagara falls huh. fan so i wow. couldn't but wait, I think I, I think I might know though. Oh, so, so I did you're, do. No, I, you're gonna hypothesize. I am gonna give you my own my own theory, right? Because okay. I did kind of dig deep a little bit. So I found out that this was the turn of the century, not turn of the century. Sorry, 1920. Yeah. And things were starting to get a little bit more. In, it was the Roaring Twenties. In progress, the Roaring Twenties yeah. and technology and cars were starting to come around a little bit more. Right. And right around the last part of the 19th century into the 20th century, Niagara Falls was like the place to be, man. Like oh, it was really? a really popular tourist destination. Okay. Like people would go there for their honeymoon. Nowadays, people go to all-inclusive resorts. They go to Sandals for their honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. Back around this time of the... Of they the, went to Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls was like the place to be. And well, people had cars and there was roads being yeah. built. That makes sense. And, I mean, and if, that's like the place to go. Yeah, yeah. Around so, that time, so maybe it so was a little. So it's just in keeping with them trying to, you know, 
make everything what do you what do they call it in movies like uh continuity you know like keeping yes. everything historical like, continuity yeah yep. yeah so it it makes sense why he would have a flat uh, a fan from there because maybe that was like the disney world of the time people were going to niagara falls yeah, so yeah, i got yeah. a fan as a souvenir to show that people now have a little more free time they're driving around a little bit in their cars we're going to niagara falls and i got my right. little souvenir i brought home that's my guess that i makes think sense. it's a pretty good guess no i agree yeah. it makes sense to me okay Good old John. Good old John. Just came back from Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. <laughs> which is funny. a very wet... Have you ever been to Niagara Falls? Never. I've been I've there never twice. Been there. Um, yep. But I would like to go. Yeah, I've been there twice as a kid. I just remember it being wet. like... It reminded me of like the Canadian version of Gatlinburg, where it's like okay, a beautiful natural park. You know, you got the four out of that. Yeah. You know, they got the national, and the national park, and then tons of just go kart tracks and laser tag and all <laughs> right. that stuff right next to it. Right, so, right, right. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah, that's it. So let's talk about what we did a couple of weeks ago. So. We got an invitation, so just, you know, full transparency, guys, we we were invited to go to the aquarium, and they gave us free tickets and the free Florida passes. Florida Aquarium. Florida Aquarium. Um, so they gave us free tickets and free passes to go. Um, they invited us to do a penguin encounter, a dolphin tour, and just tour the aquarium. And just come check it out. And and boy was it an amazing day it was great we have not been in a while it's been a long time we have been to the aquarium in the past we were members for a while we were and and i i thoroughly enjoyed our membership yeah we were thinking about doing it again it's like a really good like i guess hot weather rainy day kind of place to go if you're local it's a great place to go during the summertime when it's so hot you just can't handle being outside but but you don't this isn't what I love about one of the one of the things that I love about the aquarium is that you it's not just for locals. It's not your local aquarium. It's a great aquarium for locals, but it's a great aquarium for anybody. I mean, anybody coming in like like we've talked about in the past on the port, you know, going coming on cruise ships and things like that. They they would thoroughly enjoy their day there. Right. It's right that we've mentioned this before, but it's right next to the cruise port. It's actually kind of almost in the middle of the cruise port because yeah. there's Ships for, like, Carnival on the left side of it and ships for, like, Royal Caribbean on the right side of it. Right. It's right next to the new Sparkman Wharf, which yeah. is, like, the... We've mentioned this before. It's this yeah. outdoor eating area. And then if you're in town for a cruise and you're just kind of hanging out, a lot of times you might get to the city a day early or a few hours early. You can't board till 4 o'clock. you got a whole day to kill. It's right there. Yep. Really good spot for this. The day we were there, we were there on New Year's Eve. So this yes. was about a week and a half ago or so. And the Outback Bowl was in town. Oh, that's right. And then we saw tons of people there. There were a lot of people with like football shirts on. Right, from each school that was playing. I don't remember which I don't remember who they were anymore either. Was Auburn one of them? No, Auburn. No. Auburn Texas? Um, good question. Who was in remember. it again? I, I don't like, remember. I feel like somebody had an orange shirt on. I don't know. Yeah, but we saw a lot of people from each state. Each school. Yeah. And someone, so. somebody even like came up to us and said, oh, I wonder, I'm taking bets on when there's going to be a fight in here between these two people or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that, that wasn't right. going to happen. I'm yep. sure it didn't. But um, so first thing first, when we got there, it was like right when we arrived, it was time for our penguin encounter. So they have like timed encounters and this is a private thing that you can do. So they have it in ping- penguin encounter for everyone that you can go and see, kind of see the penguin show. Yeah, so they do bring the penguins out in front of the big giant aquarium like a couple times a day. Yeah, yeah. When you say show, it's not like they do tricks or anything. No, no, no. They no. just bring mean, them out and yeah. say, hey, here's a hey, penguin. Hey, there's penguins. Yeah. And my first encounter with the penguins at the Florida Aquarium was a few years ago when we were there. 
remember, yeah. Yeah, and we got in an elevator, and the penguins were coming down the elevator to go to the show, and so it was me and one of the one it, of our kids. I was there. Were you there, too? I was there, yeah. Okay, I totally some, remember that. For some reason, I don't remember you being there. I thought yeah, it was just a, I was and, there, too, and we were. the penguins have like a little wagon. Yep, with little glass walls yeah. around it. Yeah, and we got in the and it, they smelled overwhelmingly of fish. It was like being yeah, it was like being in a fish cannery, but imagine <laughs> being like sardines and raw fish and not the greatest smell inside a tiny little elevator. elevator. Yeah. The penguin was adorable. We're looking at this little penguin like, I'm in an elevator with a penguin. If I had to do it again, though, I would totally do it again. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Riding an elevator with a penguin, I don't care what he smells like. That's awesome. There's worse animals to be stuck in an elevator with than a penguin. (laughs) Even even if they smell. Yes. Yeah. What would be the worst animal to be stuck in an elevator with? I, I mean, a horse would be pretty bad, I feel like. A cow? A cow might be bad. Just because it would break the weight limit. Man, we're going off the rails. Um, so anyway, so we we, we actually guess. had kind of a, um, a semi-private penguin encounter where we actually got to go back to the penguin's habitat area. They call it the they... Penguin Backstage Pass. That's yeah. the name of the tour. And, um, and we weren't the only ones getting the backstage pass tour. So how many people do you think were there? Like 10? About a dozen maybe. Yeah. 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 And there were, there were probably... A, about that many penguins, too, right? Yeah, they brought us back to this little room around the back that had all the penguins hanging out in this little habitat forum. They couldn't yeah. swim, and they were walking around. And I got right up near one of them, and I put my... This is funny. The first thing that, I, that happens is I put my camera in there. I'm kind of getting some video. Yeah. And one of the penguins snaps and, like, attacks my camera. Really? Yeah, I didn't tell you that. I don't think that. you told me that. Yeah, and if, unfortunately, I wasn't shooting at the time. Like, I was just moving the oh, camera yeah, close. Oh, you did tell me that. Okay. And then this penguin just decides to like bite the lens of my camera i'm like did Whoa. he get it he kind of they're small so he didn't do any damage to it yeah but he did get it he like got the lens and then i thought man why wasn't i recording because that would have been a cool shot <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 uh but yeah that one but then the woman who was holding the little encounter penguin encounter the, the, the megan the, was her name and yeah, she was the, terrific she was really cool you could tell she like loved her job yeah and you know? that she and, and you could tell that the penguins loved her like they loved her. Like when when she took a penguin out, and like if she set it down, she'd be like, "Okay, I'm gonna go over here and get some fish or something for him." Um, and she goes, "And he'll probably follow me." And the penguins and, waddling and the penguin, around. Yeah, she walks over. The penguin follows her. You know, it's yep. like it was so cute. Now, did it love her, or did it just know that Megan was going over there to get a little sardine? I I have a feeling they probably become attached to their food will buy the affection of an animal pretty easy you know it'll buy the affection of humans too (laughs) it will (laughs) so um, Megan was very very knowledgeable about the penguins I I mean I felt like I learned a lot from her about them and their habitat and just you know kind of what they're like there's they have a a couple um, in in the penguin encounter that like they're like you know kind of like husband and wife, yep. so to speak, yep. I guess, um, which I thought was really cool. Um, and I guess they, they tend to like mate, not mate for life necessarily, but they like tend to stick with their mates, and you know? Out. Yep. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. They, and they got, uh, we all got a chance to kind of pet one. We didn't get to hold it, which is totally understandable because the penguin yeah. doesn't want to be moved, handled around. Right. And it's probably used to its one couple of human handlers. But they set the penguin down. Everybody, they brought it around. Everyone could pet it. They are way softer than you expect. Like when you look at a penguin, yeah, I expected it to almost. I know it's not. It's a bird. For some reason, I didn't, you don't it think of look, them as birds. It doesn't right? look like it has feathers. Though. Yeah, and it does. It has when you very touch tiny it, little feathers. It was like, oh, this is a very soft little guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you, he looks like he's got got like. Um, 
almost like um, I would. I almost expected like a like a slick kind of. Like a dolphin. Yeah, like a dolphin. dolphin. Yeah. Right, like a rubbery, but yeah. he's not. He was super no. soft. Right. The fins, I guess, did I just say fins? The I guess they're wings, right? The flippers? Flippers, yeah. They were really hard. Yeah. She even mentioned that when you touch the flippers, it's going to feel like you're petting a snake, and it really yeah. did. It yeah. was like that dry kind of... Right. Hard, rubbery, snaky feeling. Yeah. Even yeah, though it yeah, is yeah. have feathers. And well, and then she showed us, like, she pulled, like, the feathers back so you could kind of see them, and... They're teeny tiny little feathers, like, and they're they're very thickly, like, you know, thick mass together. Yep. So, um, and she put like at one point they had, she had one of the penguins swimming in a little kiddie pool for us, and yes. we were like taking pictures yes. of them. And um, and then when he came out, or she, I don't know if it was a he or she, but um, when the penguin came out, she like kind of pulled the feathers back, and she said, you know, you can see that all the water is on the outside of the feathers and there's like an oily feel like a like an out, outer oiliness to their feathers which makes the water just kind keeps of keeps the water off them yeah, right yeah it just rolls off their back like a duck like you know water rolls off a duck's back. why do we say water that's a weird pun we need to change that pun yeah it should roll off a penguin's back right um so but when she pulled the feathers back she said you can see here like on the inside like the the base of the feather it was all completely dry like so cool. bone dry that yeah that's so cool it was really cool that is very, very cool. So that lasted about 30 minutes or so. She Yeah, it was answered, a good long yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. I just looked it up. They do take it to a maximum of 14 people. Okay. That was maybe about 12 people in yeah, there I'd or say. so. Yeah, everybody, had, 12, a, everybody yeah. had a really good time. Yeah. Um, everybody got their chance to answer, ask questions. It or, wasn't a rush yeah, job, right? We got to take a picture with the penguin. We got to do some penguin selfies, yeah. penguin pictures. Yeah. And um, they were, it was... 30 minutes but it wasn't like a rush 30 minutes that you could if it went long it just went long you could hang out as yeah yeah answer as many questions as you want and this is um it is an additional fee it's thirty dollars extra okay. per person. That's not that bad. Or twenty five extra if you're a member. Oh, okay. So it's uh, one of those things to do. It's one of those. It's not. I mean, that's not. You know, that's not. Uh, Exorbitant, you know. Right. I mean, that's something that you could afford to do. It's kind of, it's actually, it's cheaper than the sloth encounter that we did at Wild Florida not long ago, and it reminded me a lot of the sloth encounter. It, actually, it we got did, to pet yeah. the penguins. We got to take a selfie with the penguins. You know, I mean, it was, it was a really, and I, I felt like we got a good long time with them. Actually, probably longer than than the sloth encounter over at Wild Florida. And this one felt a little bit more hands on too. The the sloth encounter, everybody could pet the sloth. Yeah, but it was. I guess the sloth was hanging on a. It was hanging a, up, right? Yeah. Well, he wasn't hanging up. <laughs> hanging on a little thing. Yeah. He was hanging up on a coat hanger. <laughs> right, right, right. No, he was like, he was hanging from like a little tree. So everyone kind of walked up to him and, and petted them, like they took turns petting him. But he was on the tree and he was staying on the tree. Like this penguin, these actually there was multiple penguins. We got Sandy, Shelly, Coral, Coral, um, all kinds of different penguins that came out and they came out and they waddled around us the waddling was the best yeah they came around we got to pet them we got to sit with them and take a picture they swam we didn't swim with them in the kiddie pool but they swam and we got to take pictures of them swimming it was lots of different kind of interactions with the penguin as opposed to the sloth encounter which was okay he's on the tree and he's staying on the tree but you can come over and take a picture with him right 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 so i I felt like it was a little a little more there was more to it you know Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. penguins are your thing, man. You got. You got to check this. it out. You've got to do this. And then we went on with the wild dolphin tour. 
Yep. So we headed over. The first couple things we did, we didn't actually get to go through the aquarium yet. We had bang, bang, yeah. a couple of things to do. Yeah. Uh, we went to the wild dolphin. Or actually, first thing we had lunch at the little cafe, Ray. No, we had lunch after the dolphin tour. Did we? Yeah, because we had to get a snack on the dolphin tour because we were hungry. That's right. That's right. We had like <laughs> chips on the dolphin tour. You're yeah. right. You're yeah. right. And we'll get back to that. That's why you missed the dolphin. So we <laughs> we got on the boat. We got on the boat. It's called the wild dolphin tour. And I love the first thing the guy tells you is, this is the wild dolphin tour. It means we're going to look for wild dolphins. It doesn't mean we're all going to get wild and crazy on the boat. <laughs> so we get on this boat. It's a catamaran. It, it was a pretty large boat, not like a cruise ship or anything like right. that. No, it was a good sized boat. Plenty. Yep. I mean, plenty of room to move around. Yeah, it was double decker. It had a little inside area and it was a catamaran so it doesn't rock around too much. It wasn't as big as like a Disney ferry though. No, no not, not even not that even big. Close. That's a good, that's actually a really good analogy. About half the size of a Disney ferry. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe even less. But it moved a lot faster. Um, But just to go back before you keep moving on, the he, he went on when he said, you know, it's not because we're all going to get wild and crazy on the boat. He said, we're, it's called a wild dolphin encounter because we're going to go look for wild dolphins, which means they're wild and they're they're not in a certain place where we can take you to go see them. You know, yes. they're they're there's a chance we might not see any, you know, because yes. they're wild and they go wherever they want to. They, they made clear <laughs> that we might not see dolphins on this trip. And, and I don't know if that was a bad omen or not, sort of like or sort well, of it's funny foreshadowing. I kind of feel like I, I don't I'm trying to think of like another time that we've done something like this, but I feel like every other time anyone's ever said, I can't guarantee, you know, like maybe like the safari, you know, how they're like, you know, the, you, there are wild animals. You might not see right. anything, and you, you know, tend and to see you them. always see stuff, you know, so I kind of expected to see a dolphin. I did, too. And the reason why I did expect to see him, I have a feeling this was one of those reverse things where people who aren't from Florida Got on the wild dolphin tour and they thought, we're probably not going to see any dolphins. Because I did a whale tour once in Massachusetts yeah. and I got on the ship. It was the same spiel. They said, we, we might not see white whales. We probably will, but we might not. And I got on the boat. My expectations were tempered a little bit. And I said, all right, this might just be a boat ride. Yeah. But we saw humpback whales. In fact, I saw one jump out of the water and I was completely thrilled by it. That's right? awesome. So this trip, I thought, well, because we live in Florida and we hang out at the beach and in the by the bay, we see dolphins kind of a lot. Yeah, just we see them hanging all the out. You yeah. kind of know where they are. And I totally expected to see dolphins. I was going to be surprised if we didn't see any. Yeah, I kind of expected to. And so it's a wild dolphin tour. <laughs> it was a wild dolphin tour for about me and one other person. For <laughs> right. everybody else, it was a boat ride. Right. Because I did get to see a dolphin. I was kind of hanging out in the back left corner of the ship by the wake because I just love the way the wake looks on the back of the boat and yeah. we're going we're kind of going through a shipping shipping channel and this is a little bit into the into the ride a little bit this is maybe an hour into the boat ride yeah and a uh, dolphin jumps out of the wake like out of that white water part just completely out of the water splashes right back in and I point me and a couple of people point look 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 and that was it if, unless you were in that one spot you missed it and yeah. this is why the snacks that you were talking about because you were inside Getting chips and stuff. Okay, well, in my defense, <laughs> um, I first things first for me, I'm a mom, and my son was like, "I'm just so hungry. I I'm having fun, but I'm just so hungry." And it's like, okay, dude, this is a pretty cool experience. If the, if you if you're so hungry that you're experience is being tempered by your hunger then you here let me buy you a bag of chips you uh -huh. know so um so 
first things first, I'm a mom, so I was getting chips for my son. And while I was doing it, my daughter came in and I said, okay, do you want some too? Got some for her. And then, you know, being the giving, loving wife that I am, I said, go ask your daddy if he wants one too. And daddy says, I just saw a dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) While y'all are in there eating Doritos, I saw a dolphin. The reason we went on this boat tour. (laughs) So, yeah. So... Nope, I missed it. I know. But it was still a lovely ride. Well, it wasn't, it was more than just a boat ride, uh, a dolphin tour. Like, we got on the boat and we went out there and it wasn't like, okay, we're going to just look for dolphins. Mm-hmm. He was giving a tour of the area. Like, over here, yeah. this is this, you know, you go by one of the airports and he was saying, talking about the channel and the ships around us yep. and information about Tampa, information about Tampa Bay, talking about the different birds. We learned some corny jokes. Yes. Remember the birds we heard? We that did. We saw? He yep. said, "Now these birds right here, we are over, we're in Tampa Bay, and so this is not the sea. So these are not seagulls; these are bagels." And ah. then groan, groan, groan. But <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to get through this without talking about my favorite word I learned of the whole oh dear. year so far. Yeah, it is. You've been this talking wasn't. About this it was actually since. last year. So he said the, the that. Because seagulls, they survive by stealing food. This is what they do. Like yeah, this that's... isn't. It's not just you when you're at the beach and you got chips and their popcorn and French fries and they're eating your food. That's not just. That's not just a, a convenience thing. This is what they that's do. They survive them all the time. Yeah, and yeah. they're called because seagulls uh, steal food to live. They're actually the term for a seagull is a kleptoparasite. Yeah. And I thought that's the name of my metal band right there, kleptoparasite. <laughs> The word of the day. Your metal band that you don't play any instrument for. No, but if I did, <laughs> if we were still playing that game Rock Band, yes. remember that thing? And I was going to create that would a band, be klepto Kleptoparasite. Yeah. And if any of you guys do have a metal band, I just gave you a great name. Just <laughs> he, run with it. He gives you permission to I use it. I give you, you don't even have to, you don't even have to pay me. Just take it. A credit would be nice. Maybe second right. we heard from this guy on this Florida podcast. <laughs> right. A great word, I ha- kleptoparasite. Recommend that they start listening to the podcast. Yep. Everybody who likes your band. Put it in the liner notes of your <laughs> yeah. CD. There's no liner notes anymore. No one buys CDs. No one has a CD. Yeah. No. You can put it in the notes of your like download on iTunes. Kleptoparasite. I don't know. And then you find out it's from seagulls. They steal French fries at the beach, which is the no- most non-metal thing ever. Kleptoparasite is a cool, cool word, though. It is a cool word. I just yeah. love that word. As soon as he said it, I'm like, I'm gonna remember that word forever. Yeah. So the boat was fun. The boat ride was fun. We had a really nice time. We saw a lot of things. You know, there was actually a shrimping boat out there, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, we saw a shrimp boat, which was very neat. It totally reminded me of Forrest Gump yep. and Bubba Gump and. It had like this very traditional shrimp and potatoes. Shrimp, I, I know everybody was making Bubba Gump jokes out of this thing. Yeah, but it was kind of sailing into the sun a little bit. It had like this very kind of classic, yeah, shrimp cool. boat look to it. Yeah. I took a picture. I put it up on the Instagram account. Yeah, if you go guys check want it to out. Go look there. I did sprinkle some of these Florida aquarium pictures onto our Instagram account the last couple days. Maybe I'll post a few more in the next few days. Definitely. And I did shoot some video this time. I said that was going to be my number one New Year's resolution regarding this show Yep, is to shoot some video. So I'm putting together about a six or seven minute thing. I'm, I talk over it. I just kind of give it a little, Yeah, it's a little tour it of the place. It should go up in the next day or two, right? It'll be up. Yeah, it should be up by the time this show goes up. If not, it'll be up by Monday or Tuesday this week. Cool. Yep. So that's the thing we're going to try to do is just shoot lots more video to as the video companion to the show. So after the after the boat tour, we um because our children were starving, um we went and ate at the Cafe um, Ray. Cafe Ray. And 
I have to say, <laughs> the food was was good, and, but number one thing I ha- that like struck me about the food there was it was so affordable. Yeah, it wasn't like tourist trap prices. It right. wasn't like Disney. We're gonna charge you nine bucks for a hot dog. No, it was not like, at all. It was like going to. I a, think it was like six dollars for a hot dog for a hot dog and fries and a drink. A drink came with it. You're yeah, right. right. Yeah. So right. it was a whole combo. Hot dog, fries, and a drink for $6. I don't know if that's the exact price. It was in, I'm in that ballpark. I'm almost positive it was yeah. $6 because I think the whole thing ended up being 24 bucks for all of that us. That sounds right. Like, yeah, that sounds right. And then we got like a, I think we got a, a discount for something. I can't remember what it was. So it ended up being closer to $20. So, right. And sure. I know they have like, um, you know, memberships for... If you're an aquarium member, you get a discount and things like that. But they give like, you know, military discounts and, you know, different things like that. So so ask them if you're there and you're checking out, ask them, you know, what kind of discounts they have. Yeah, for sure. And um, the boat ride was, I think, an extra, I think if you buy the boat ride separate, it's like $30. But you can buy a combo ticket. It's, I think it's about $50 to get the combo, the, the boat, boat and the, and the aquarium. aquarium pass. Yep. Okay. Yep. So then we got to the aquarium. Finally. Yeah. We're finally in the aquarium. <laughs> it's such a great aquarium. It really is. It's considered one of the top... It, it's consistently ranked among the top 10 aquariums in the country. Yeah. I mean, it's up there with the Shedd Aquarium in Chicago, which is an aquarium I grew up going to. Um, now, the Georgia Aquarium in Atlanta, that's next level. I would compare almost nothing to that place. Well, because they have like whale sharks right. and stuff swimming around, and it's... It's it's something to see. George Aquarium is one of the seven wonders of the world, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. Oh man! But I feel like this aquarium is is you know, not not far it's, from there. No, it's you know? great. It's, it's really great. good. It's really close. Um, and I felt like you know we saw just I mean pretty much every animal you could think that you would want to see at an aquarium. I feel like we saw it. Yeah. You know? When you first walk in, one of the neat things that I they used to have a stingray touch tank when you first yeah. walked in. They still have that, but they moved it. Now they have like sand and kind of ground up coral in this uh, shallow tank. Yeah. And you can reach through it and they have shark's teeth and fossilized yeah. shells and things in there. And you can reach through and you can pick them out and you can keep the stuff you found. We actually dug through and found this little pointy thing and we we're like, oh, what's this? It didn't quite look like a shark's tooth though. Uh-huh. It didn't have that base to it where it kind of sticks out like a Y shape. Right. It was just like a straight up tooth. And we compared it to the chart and we're like, oh, that's a little fossilized crocodile tooth oh wow and they said you can keep it they said oh, cool. you, can, you can keep the tooth so um our son was holding on to it we, we went outside for a minute because the day that we were there they had that little snow thing oh, going right, on right, right they had this little snow exhibit outside where you kids could play in the snow very yeah. you know just a fun thing for kids they can make little snowmen and things like that and then he very dro- little snowman yeah literally <laughs> like a little six inch snowman he dropped the he dropped the crocodile tooth out there somewhere he's oh. like oh no help me find it. i'm looking around and i'm like well see now a million years from now they're gonna be digging through this area thinking why archaeo- is there a crocodile uh, right they're gonna find a crocodile tooth in this little in this area and wonder were there crocodiles in florida in the 21st century that we had no idea about that's funny well, so as you're talking about that, it makes me think of, so, you know, we talked about a little bit at the beginning of the podcast, how we have an, we actually have an interview for this yep. podcast. And, um, one of the things that she talks about is actually that, that tank. And she kind of teases to the fact that it's going to become something more later. Oh, really? Um, and, um, they haven't released it yet. They okay. haven't, they haven't released what it's going to be, but, um, but they have released it there that they are going to probably be kind of closing things down in the next couple of weeks in that area 
to start the renovation. The shark tooth tank. Yes. Cool. So um, you'll hear that in the interview. And actually, while we're at it, why don't I just go ahead and cue that up right now. Um, And you guys can hear, this is from the VP of Marketing, Carrie Getz at um, the Florida Aquarium. All right. Enjoy. The Waves of Wonder Gallery used to be our former Ocean Commotion exhibit, which was very fun and very successful for many, many years, but it was time for a refresh. And so we went in and we did the Waves of Wonder Gallery. Um, all of our tanks and exhibits and habitats got a little bit of a facelift, uh, new carpet, new neon lights that carry you all the way through. But the real highlight is the Heart of the Sea habitat. And the Heart of the Sea habitat is our second largest habitat in the entire aquarium and it had been dormant for almost two years um guests may remember it as the former bait ball but now it is really a habitat that's dedicated to all of our conservation efforts so you'll see the coral trees in there that represent the coral restoration work that we're doing in the florida reef track there's bonnethead sharks that represent um, our commitment to um restoring and rehabilitating the shark population in our waters. And finally, our sea turtles. There are two sea turtles, a Kemp's Ridley and a Loggerhead, uh, both of whom are very charismatic and gregarious and enjoy interacting with the guests. And they represent all the work that we do to rescue, rehabilitate. And usually we try to release our sea turtles both of those sea turtles however uh, we are their forever home they uh, actually can't um, be in the wild because of injuries or uh, because of uh, the way that they have been rehabilitated so and you talked a little bit about it there but i mean to to do all of the things that you're doing um for the community and for the world and for the oceans and that's amazing but at the same time you're also an amazing destination for fun and and also learning but what i think is kind of the sweet spot is that you're you're teaching people how people adults and kids how to learn while having fun and that makes a big difference in retaining knowledge as well so talk a little bit about the fun at the aquarium too absolutely so you're always going to remember things better when you've had an experience um experiential learning is is the most important thing that we can instill particularly in our younger guests so we try to do things that are interactive you can you know you can learn all day about the ocean and how different um, environments interact how we interact with the ocean but it's something else to be able to reach out and touch a stingray, um, to be able to touch a starfish, um, to be able to see and and pet a penguin, um, to go out into a boat and see the dolphins, to actually see how we as humans interact with the animals that the Florida Aquarium is entrusted with caring for um, is, is a pretty profound thing. And so that's one of the things we're committed to is to find new and unique ways for people to remember the message of saving and protecting our blue planet by actually experiencing um, sea life in animals. And that extends into our commitment to providing very rich STEM opportunities for um, young guests and really trying to bring the STEM curriculum into what we do because it's so intertwined that the, the the idea of science and technology, engineering and math is all the cornerstones of the work that we're doing with our animals, with our rehabilitation work, with our research. And so we want to make sure that our young people are seeing that, that, you know, it's not just, hey, math isn't boring. Math is critical to us being able to save sea turtle populations or 
it's in critical, the science is critical to how we are populating our coral. Um, and so that's very, you know, these are all the things that we try to do whenever we are educating and, um, and also trying to provide a lot of fun because it is fun. It's super cool. It's like the coolest thing in the whole wide world. Um, <laughs> it is. That's, that's the other thing that we're trying to do at the same time. That's awesome. So um, is there anything that you guys have coming up or any special events or fundraisers or anything like that happening that people should know about? So we have a couple of really exciting things that are about to happen. Um, One of the things that we haven't really talked about very much that we hope people will be hearing more about in 2019 is that we have a beautiful facility. We have a beautiful facility, the Center for Conservation, out in Apollo Beach. Um, It's actually on Tico property. Um, It's an over $3 million investment in the conservation efforts of the Florida Aquarium. Um, It's just down the road from the Manatee Viewing Center, which I think a lot of people know about. And if they don't, they should go and visit. There's also a uh, stingray touch tank there that the Florida Aquarium manages. Um, But this Center for Conservation is actually an opportunity for us to do our conservation work. So this is a huge facility where all of our coral arcs um, are located. Coral arcs, when you think about Noah's Ark, it's the same concept. These large areas actually hold hundreds of different kinds of coral species that we are trying to propagate and so you can see the coral arcs and then also there are the sea turtle there's a sea turtle rehabilitation center and so you're talking about you know tens of of tanks for them to be evaluated to be rehabilitated and then hopefully with the ultimate goal of being released and so we are so proud of this facility it's not going to be open to the public right away while we begin the process of of getting it up and running. Um, But we do hope in the next few years to have the public out. And there's going to be lots of good stories that are going to be coming out of that facility. So we're very proud of that. We've got uh, the lobby of the Florida Aquarium is going to look very different in a couple of days. And we ask for everybody's patience. We're going to put up some construction walls. And that's going to be very, very exciting because sometime in we're hoping early summer is our is our target. We are going to be opening up a brand new touch experience. More to come on that. We're not revealing exactly what it's going to be just yet. There's been a couple of hints out there. You can piece it together if you look. Um, but we'll be making a big announcement, and it will be one of the most unique and rarest touch experiences. There are very few aquariums in, in the country, much less the world, that are going to be offering the kind of touch experience that we will be providing and that will be in uh, summer 2019 and then finally we're very excited about our fundraiser which is sea grapes sea grapes is always the food and wine fundraiser that helps all of our conservation efforts so if you believe in sea turtles if you believe in coral if you believe in sharks if you believe in a healthy blue planet and all the work that we do in florida waterways and beyond you'll want to come by and celebrate with food and wine from all of the area's best restaurants and um that will be taking place in april oh and and i have been to that event before and i highly recommend it highly highly recommend it it's a terrific event it's my favorite. It was my favorite fundraiser even before I started working at the Florida Aquarium. So um, I'm rather partial to it. And I always used to say Sea Grapes was my favorite event of the year. Um, they always say you should never work at your favorite restaurant. Um, I'm now going to have to work my favorite fundraiser. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> 
one of the things that's most important and that a lot of um, parents have to keep in mind is that while we just are putting away our holiday decorations and maybe looking towards in the Tampa Bay area towards the fun and festivities of Gasparilla, the fact of the matter is spring break is right around the corner and hot on the heels of that will actually be time for summer camps. And so the Florida Aquarium is committed to always providing educational and entertaining camps anytime that the schools are on break. So there will be spring break camps and certainly sometime um, in the spring here, you want to mark your calendar and make sure that you have everybody in your family um, that is uh, over the age of four signed up for summer camps at the Florida Aquarium. Yeah, I and I can I mean, I our kids have never done the Florida Aquarium um, camps, but they spent many, many summers at the Museum of Science and Industry camps. And I can't even begin to um, describe the difference between these kind of like destination nonprofit camps and just like a normal day camp for a kid, because it's first of all, I mean, at the aquarium, you're going to be with the fish and the penguins and all of those animals. Secondly, it's just it, it's just such a more intensive and hands-on experience for the kids. My kids loved every minute of their um, their nonprofit camp, so I I can't recommend that enough. It's. It's a very different experience whenever we are able to take the campers and really immerse them into what we do because they spend a lot of their time what we would call backstage they get to see behind the habitats they get to see how we do the care and feeding of animals that you don't normally see that in the public um, we do as much as we can from a transparency standpoint for guests to see how we feed the sharks how we feed the stingrays um, feeding time is always whenever it is best for the animals and not necessarily in um, correlation to operating hours um, but some animals just you feed them backstage that's just the way it goes and so as a result our campers get to see that they get to talk to our biologists they they get to see um, what it's like to actually frag coral, which is to take, you know, portions of coral and, and actually set them so that they can then become um, the, the propagators of more coral. And so they just get an incredibly strong experience that, that the normal guest doesn't doesn't get. And so I always recommend it. I think you we're making little little marine biologists every week in the summer. That is awesome. That is so awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with our podcast because and, and giving us the opportunity to see everything there because we had such an amazing day. Our kids had an amazing day, but um, I honestly think that um, that Andy and I probably were <laughs> were just as excited as them because it was such a wonderful um, outing for our family. So we so appreciate it. Well, it was our pleasure. The Florida Aquarium is always here to entertain, and we are always here to remind you that we are here to protect and preserve our blue planet, and you guys got to see that firsthand. Yes, we did. So that was um, our interview with Carrie Getz, the VP of Marketing with the Florida Aquarium. And we're so thankful that she took the time to chat with us about all the really great things that the aquarium is doing and the new exhibit and which we're going to talk a little bit about right now because we're going to go kind of go through our Mm -hmm. tour of what the aquarium was like for us. And then... um, and then also, you know, some of the things they have coming up, too. So that's yep. Thanks, that's Carrie, for the interview. And thanks for hooking us up with a great day. Yeah, it was a really it great day. It was a great day. So first thing you do when you go here, there you we already talked about the little touch tank. You go up some escalator to, to enter the aquarium proper. This is kind of like a... 
how do I explain it? The, the aquarium, you, you kind of follow a trail, right? You you sort of follow from one exhibit to the other. It's not like a hub or anything like that. They have a recommended path. A recommended path. Thank you. Yeah. That's where I was trying to go. <laughs> they have a recommended path. And if you, they give you a map at the beginning of your day. Um, and the map even says, we recommend you start here. And you I, know? I do but wish- it's not like... You can't start anywhere else. You well, there's know? there's there's a, a lot of people go in the exit. I think, which mm-hmm. is where the new waves of wonder exhibit is. Yeah, and I think we used to always start that way. It used to be called Ocean Commotion. We would go in that way and then come out where they want you to go. And I think a lot of people do that because that's on the first floor. Yeah, and you need to go up. I do wish they would make it a little bit more clear physically there. Hey guys, start here instead of. Oh, like here. some signage on, like right. Right by the escalator? The signage is on the map. I don't yeah. remember seeing too much signage there. There might be that I just tuned out or something. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, the number one thing that I've always heard at like attractions like that is people ask where are the restrooms and restroom signage is everywhere. Sure, sure, so, sure. <laughs> so a lot of times you just don't see signs. Could but, be, could be. Um, but yeah, so we started up in kind of, so what's it called? Like kind of the Florida area? It's called area? Wetlands Trail. Okay. And it's the Florida area. Yeah. You first walk in and you, this whole this whole area is kind of dedicated around Florida wildlife, Florida animals, Florida fish. And it's freshwater, right? This is uh, freshwater and like brackish. Okay. So when you first walk in, it says Florida Springs and you see bass and you see alligator gar mm-hmm. and you can look directly above you and there's turtles and there's bluegill and stuff swimming yeah, really cool. overhead so yeah. you're kind of surrounded with it i guess it sort of simulate swimming in a spring mm-hmm. like scuba yeah. diving i mean you're dry but you see right <laughs> you see all these fish you'd see in a spring yeah there's turtles did i just say that turtles yeah. and, and all these freshwater fish you move past that a little bit and then there is a alligator tank that's there and it's all it's all indoors but this area feels like it's outdoors because it's yes it has they have like um like a like glass panels it's a big glass it's, dome it's like a glass dome but it doesn't like the sun isn't beating down on you like you would think it would be like a greenhouse for glass no it's like, it's like, a like tinted it, they greenhouse. have some kind of tinting on it so that it's it's very comfortable they have the air conditioner blowing in there too yep. um but there's it, the tanks are so you feel like you're outside but you are inside and the all the tanks have like mangroves growing out of them. I don't know if they're real mangroves. I think they are. They must real. be because I feel like they would be. They, yeah, they are. Yeah, so they, they are have real. mangroves actually growing out of the tanks, so that the fish can swim in between the roots and. Yeah, it's supposed to simulate or like a mangrove, like a mangrove forest. Mangrove yeah. forest. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. So you go through. You see, there's allig- There's an alligator tank. There's otters. And the mm-hmm. otters are Those, awesome. They're so cool. Yeah, there's Very a whole fun. otter tank. The otters will follow you. I remember if you, if you hold, yeah. like, I remember holding up like a finger against that and they'll come right up and they'll chase you back and <laughs> they're forth. They're so cute. So cool. Then there's the whole mangrove forest area. There's redfish, there's snook, there's catfish. And they're hanging out in, gosh, not no deeper than 18 inches of water, which is realistic. I mean, yeah. this is like the, the flats, they, the inshore flats. Yeah. Right. And there's huge redfish in there. And if you don't know, if we haven't talked about this before, I can't remember if we have, but Andy is a, fu- a huge fish nerd. So, like, he, which is great. Because, this is like, I'm in my element yeah, here. Yeah, it's great because, like, all I ever have to do is say, what kind of fish is that? And he immediately knows. But, um, and if I don't know, I make it up. <laughs> well, you sometimes you are wrong. Like, I remember you, um, actually, no, because there was some fish, I can't remember what it was because I can't remember fish at all. But um, there was some fish I was like, oh, what kind of fish is that? And you said what it was. And I said, oh, no, look, this picture says that it's this, which is different from what you said. 
And then you were like, oh, is it? And then I said, oh, wait, no, that's not. You're right. It's this one. There was two that looked very similar, but they uh-huh. were different. Um, and you were right, of course. So Put me on Fish Jeopardy, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Is this really what I want to be known for? It, it, yeah, but you have, you have to remember to put everything in the form of a question. Okay, okay. <laughs> what is redfish? What is the pork fish? One of them was the pork fish. And the reason I know the pork fish, this is a funny story. I remember being a kid and I got this like sticker book okay. that you had like fish stickers and it had the names of the fish and you would like find them and match them. Yeah. And I think the pork fish... It's like this little yellow and silver fish was like the very first one I did. And for some reason, it like it's stuck in your head, stuck in my head. Yeah. yeah it's the weirdest thing. What's well, a random thing to remember. But a I remember that fish sounds like a chunky little guy. He sounds like he'd be good eating. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It sounds, makes me think of like porky pig. Yes. The, the pork fish. <laughs> well, how they got that name. I have no idea that, but That's I can funny. identify the thing. That's awesome. So yeah. So we walked through that area. Um, what other fish do there's we birds sell? in there they have so birds yeah it's like a it's a mangrove flat so there's ibises in there there's yep. these rosate spoonbills in there and they let you get really really close to them they do they let do. you get they can you, i can you can get your camera right into them they're not afraid of people at all now there is an exhibit in here that we missed it's yeah. the the madagascar We've done it in the past. we have i don't know if we just forgot or there wasn't a good signage or something but there's a journey to madagascar exhibit here you got to go up. There's some stairs to take you up there, and they've got lemurs and reptiles and hissing cockroaches, which yeah, everybody loves. Yeah, I don't know loves. how we missed it either, but um, but I I do think though that by the end of the our trip into the aquarium, I mean we'd been there all day and we'd been busy all day long, and by the time we left, it was closing. Yeah, we didn't. So I mean, I don't think that we would have had time right. to do everything if we had gone to that park. It was a full day, and we didn't get to the aquarium late. We just did a lot of stuff. We did a lot yep. of stuff. There's a lot to do there, and we didn't even do everything. Yep. So we, mi- we we missed that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We missed the we missed the journey to Madagascar. But um, when you go, if you go, yeah. remember that that's there because I yeah. don't know if I think we would have gone up there if we just been reminded of it, right? I yeah. Think, maybe. I mean, is that where you go up the staircase yes. when you're outside? Yes. I did see that staircase. And there's a tank you and can stand over. And there is signage all around there. So okay, it was us just kind of having a one track mind. I think there's a really neat thing up there where you can stand on glass and look down and you can you're standing over one of the tanks yeah. that you will come across later so you haven't seen this tank yet but you're standing over it and there used to be sharks in there so you'd look and below you and there you can yeah. see sharks swimming so go up there and you, you can see that i don't think there's sharks in that tank anymore they've got snook in that tank now but Again. you can still go and look down there and see the fish nerd see the fish i'm a fish nerd <laughs> snook and look downs you remember the look down i, remember I do that. i do because you know why because they, they look down, they look down. <laughs> yeah. that's an easy one um so then after that section where did we go this next area i think it was called bays and beaches i'm just remembering oh, yeah because that's the area where the goliath grouper is yep. and the stingrays the goliath grouper stingrays they've got some crabs this is just sort of more Florida fish. They they yeah. do they do have it. They kind of it's the Florida Aquarium. They want to kind of show you what's around here. Yeah, what's in Florida? Um, they've got this awesome octopus in there. Do you remember the octopus, the little one? They've got two octopus in the aquarium. Oh yeah. There was a small one, which I guess is local to Florida waters, and there was a Pacific octopus the later. The big one was amazing. The big one was cool. Yeah. I mean, that was an octopus. I don't I don't know if I remember the small this one. This one was pretty little. I mean, I mean, little by maybe his. I don't know, 18 inches across if I was holding him. He was super active. He was uh, climbing all over the glass. Oh. 
I'm thinking of the big one. You might the big one probably remember because it at like the, dominates your memory because it was at so the cool, end, right? Yeah, which he was all over the glass and he moving. Was, he was yeah. just as active as this one, but this one was a little more well lit. I think they had the oh, other okay. one in the dark, maybe because it was bedtime frame or something. But maybe this little octopus was super active. Yeah, and a lot of people were watching him, and then. Sorry, I just I just thought too of that same area. We saw a really a really big fish in one of the aquariums too. Do you remember that? The Goliath grouper? No, the bigger fish than that. The bigger fish than Goliath grouper. <laughs> it was a human fish that was cleaning oh, one of the yeah, tanks. Oh yeah, we saw we saw someone cleaning <laughs> one of the tanks who I think was um uh, the girl who was doing the penguin counter. I don't think it was the same. It girl. looked like her. It she may had have similar been. hair. It may have been. So I thought, but, wow, yeah, they got her going. She's she's in a scuba suit. Yep. Um, down cleaning one of the tanks during the during the experience and it was so cool and it was so funny because Andy of course makes the immediate dad joke of oh that's a what did you say the the oh, okay there was a the people fish there or, was, it wasn't me it was an other guy but the reason I thought it was funny but I thought you did it too because well, it was such a dad joke well there was a fish were called there was a doctor fish in a, in a tank and, yeah. I, and I said to the kids oh there's a doctor fish he hangs out with a nurse shark ha 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 groan okay. groan there's your, there's your dad joke yeah but then another guy <laughs> was looking in the he, I don't think um, our, my, our kids were with me at the moment they were kind of ahead but this lady girl was in there cleaning the tank and the, the other guy goes see that's the cleaner fish ha 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 and I look at you and said see dad jokes are universal <laughs> doesn't matter who you are yeah it's a thing it's a thing so yeah, that was cool though to see them cleaning the tanks and you know obviously these the, I can only imagine how much upkeep all of this requires you know oh yeah so I mean they're in there manually scrubbing and cleaning yeah. the algae off and That's all that awesome. so, I mean everything cool. is in really well kept condition here there's nothing looks dirty or you know I mean the tank that she was scrubbing actually did have some some. Um, algae on the back of it which was of course why she was scrubbing sure. it um but i didn't see any other tank that had any algae on it no i mean other than maybe natural algae because it's supposed to be there to keep the tank healthy yeah but yeah everything all everything here is like super super clean we went to homosassa springs state park in the in the past and they have this thing they call the fishbowl it's like this almost like a submarine laying on the ground yeah. that you can go into and the glass in that thing was so even, dirty you, you couldn't, couldn't even see. see you couldn't even see out of it and there were signs that said we apologize for the glass we're, <laughs> we know it's bad <laughs> this thing is old we're gonna fix we're, it we're going to be replacing sorry it. Yeah. yeah yeah um the goliath grouper there massive 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 grouper everybody loved that thing he is really yeah. really cool it's he one of those cool. fish you look at and they're like whoa you know what i think would be really neat if, if they did is I've seen these things. I've gone scuba diving a few times. I'm not like, I wouldn't call myself like a avid diver. It's been a long time, but I've seen these things while diving right out here in the Gulf. Right. And a big takeaway I had with those is the noise that they make. They make like this drum beat, almost like someone's banging a bass drum under the water. Wow. To kind of keep you away as a warning. And I think it'd be kind of neat if they... Had something like that. Like so, an interactive. Oh, yeah, yeah you could, You cool. could hear what it would sound like. Or maybe you have a microphone in the water. Sound, yeah. Because it is pretty impressive. Like, you're diving, you see this huge 600-foot fish near you, and you can, like, almost feel it. Like, it almost makes, like, a vibration through the water. I, and I, I'm sure that they, I mean, uh, they probably can't, it probably, a microphone probably wouldn't work, because he sees people all He's day He's probably long. accustomed, so right. So he probably doesn't make that sound, you know? Probably, you're right. But, um, but I wonder if, like, if they piped it in somehow, just had recording of, of a canned one, mm-hmm. if that would upset him in some way. Maybe not. So he hears it maybe outside a speaker or I mean, it, push this button and hear what they sound like underwater. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But it would, it would be cool. You're right. 
That's cool. It's one of those things because when you see them in the wild, just seeing them is one thing. But then when you get to hear them, it's a totally different thing. And I feel like that's a big deal with those guys. Yeah. So So the next part we went to was the touch tank. We touched We saw the stingrays. Stingrays, yep. Yep. And then, and that's always cool. Um, we've done that before at the um, Manatee Viewing Center, too. Yeah, they have the Manatee Viewing Center. Which they is have... also run by the Florida Aquarium. It, 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 that's right. That is it right. Is, yeah. SeaWorld has something like this. Mm-hmm. The zoo has something like this where you can hold a little fish and you can go out there and feed them. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. And then what was the next part? They have the thing called the no bone zone. It's anemones and oh, like right. little things you can touch. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. which it weirds me out because when I hear of sea anemones, I think of stinging. Like they sting and eat other fish, mm-hmm. except for clownfish. So you're gonna put your hands in there. And I know it's not going to sting me because yeah. they wouldn't let you touch it if it right. was going to sting you. But there's a part of me that thinks back it's of my going mind, to. Right. Yeah. I think it's going to sting me, right? <laughs> right. It just feels really gooey and it's the water is like ice, ice cold. cold. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very cold. They got, I don't know how cold they keep it. Maybe in the 50s, but it is cold it water. It is cold. Yeah. I guess they like it cold. Yeah. Um. So then I think, isn't the big tank next? Well, you walk up ahead a little bit and this is kind of a central area. Now, if you need to go back downstairs or if you can, yeah, you can, yeah, go, yeah. Yeah, you can kind of move around. You go through a thing called the coral cave or there's a coral um, oh, the right. tunnel. Oh, there's the, a tunnel the glass of fish, tunnel right. fish. And then there's some cave work that yep. looks, you know. Super dark. They call it the coral caves. Yeah. And, and it, there's little holes with, a, you know, it all looks like it's leading to the same aquarium. Right. Um, and I think it is. And there, there are some smaller tanks. I guess this is supposed to simulate, like, the deep ocean floor. Mm-hmm. And you can see what it's like if you're the, at the deepest, deepest, darkest depths. Yeah. And it's a very cool rock work and dark and, yeah, just, you know, dark in there. And then you go into what I consider the... Peace de resistance. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Did you? I knew you were going to say that. I can see in your eyes that the words peace de resistance were coming out next. Well, it's just such, it just blows me away. It's like breathtaking. Yep. I could just sit in there all day long. And I think people used to, there was, they used to have rocking chairs in this area. Yeah, they did. And this is their central tank. It's a uh, 500,000 gallons because I looked this up. Oh, wow. And it's this massive tank with all kinds of fish in there. There's Sand tiger, sharks, huge stingrays, tarpon, barracuda, everything, everything. There was uh, divers in there. There were eels, moray eels. I always make the same joke, the moray eels. You my my joke that I always make? I don't know. You'll have to tell it again. When you swim in the sea and an eel bites your knee... That's, That's a more Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get that gets again, dad jokes. So there was people swimming in the tank this time. There was they do shark encounters yeah. here, which I think it's from about eighty five to hundred bucks, depending on the level of I don't know, whatever you, whatever you yeah. get. I think some of them are you can snorkel at the top, some of them you can dive in there, but there were divers in this tank. Yeah. And you were talking about Aquaman, right? When we were in here? So much, yeah. Right. Yeah, it completely reminded me. If you guys have seen the new movie Aquaman, which we did go see. Yeah, and, and I thought it was pretty good. It was a good movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it. There's a scene where um, the young Arthur is um, going to on a field trip. He's on a field trip to the aquarium, and... He's talking to the fish. Like, he's just speaking to the fish. Like, the fish aren't talking to the fish. And the kids are making anything. fun of him. Oh, Arthur's and, talking to the fish again. What a right. What a, what the a lunatic. The kids start right. making fun of him and they push him against the glass and they're being bullies. And then all of a sudden, and I think it's actually, it may be in the trailer. It is it, in the I think trailer. It may be in the trailer. Yeah, it's in the trailer. Um, there's, then all of a sudden, all the fish like are like, 
and the shark like bangs against the glass and like you know the fish they're, are like, like defending back him. Off. they're yeah, gonna go after the kid him. the bully um so this aquarium this section of aqu- of the aquarium feels exactly it like that. Looks just like it, it. Looks just like yep. it. And the shark. I mean, it had the exact same fish in it too. Like it, did. it had the it sharks. Did. It had the, you know, the stingrays. It had all of the same. It looked like the same kind of fish. In the trailer for this movie, I even remember thinking, "Wow, that looks like the Florida Aquarium. I wonder if they shot it there." <laughs> I don't think they did, but in the movie, it says Boston Aquarium. I think yeah. it took place in in Boston. Well, that scene did. It, they could have shot it anywhere. I don't know where they yeah. shot it, but that's it where they said it was. Aquarium, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. It could have been this one, but very cool place. Like you were saying, you could hang out in there all yeah. day. I can totally see myself just chilling it's out in so there relaxing. and just reading a book with, yeah. with these fish swimming around. Yeah, yeah it's a very yeah. cool place. It's really cool. And right next to this, there is a leafy sea dragon exhibit, which definitely yeah. don't also miss that. Cool. It's in its own little room. They've got all these seahorses and they've got leafy sea dragons, which are the craziest looking fish you've ever seen. It, yeah. They it, look exactly like plants. It looks like a plant with that swims. With it's a an nose. animal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I found out later that there's only a few aquariums in the whole world. There's like less than 10 that actually have these. Really? They're really expensive to get and to upkeep and they're not... They're beautiful, too. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal to have these. So yeah. if you're there, don't miss them because yeah. it's not something you're going to see at most aquariums. It is something that, that I really enjoy looking at, yep. all of them. They're they're so cool looking. It's very alien looking. Like, well, the first, I yeah. never even heard of this thing. And you called me the fish nerd earlier. I never even heard of this thing until we had seen this once. Not on this trip, but was, I've seen these in there before. Yeah. We went in there and I saw this. I'm like, what? That's a real animal? Like, that That exists on this planet. Like, it's <laughs> right. so crazy to yeah. see. It's so cool. It's, and it's just, it makes you, like, just so blown away by the the... I don't know, the, the development of the bodies of animals and the camouflage it's and the, how yeah. how they are, you know, built to protect themselves. It's the it's craziest so cool. camouflage you've ever seen. Yeah, if I, really if cool. I was swimming in there, if I was a diver and saw that, I would just think I was looking at leaves. Absolutely. Yeah. Wouldn't even th- look twice. Until I saw its eye, then I saw it swimming around. <laughs> like, whoa. But they're little, so you wouldn't no. look twice, you right, know? Right. So, yeah, it's really cool. Um. And then we got kind of into the area that's new. So there's a new area of the aquarium called Waves of Wonder. And inside it is um, this new section. And they've completely renovated it. It's like all kind of neon and fun. It used to be called Ocean Commotion. Yeah. And they had like these cartoon fish characters everywhere. Right. And I guess that that was okay. It was good. It was colorful. It was fun. And they decided to kind of move away from that. Yeah, and it's renovated, so it's kind of sleeker looking. But what's really great, and and Carrie talked about this a little bit in her interview, is that it's really kind of geared toward the the nonprofit side of the floor aquarium. So they're like actually growing coral in these aquariums in there. Did you see the the coral trees? I did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, and the the two turtles that are in that aquarium as well were both rehabilitated. Oh, cool. And um. And they looked exactly like Crush. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. One of them has like a like a mark on his shell where maybe he had a run in with a shark back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I, I didn't know I don't know what happened to them, but um but they Carrie talked about how they, they actually are staying at the Florida Aquarium because they were, you know, basically re- rehabilitated in a way that they can't go back out into the real sure, world. Sure. So anyway, but it was, it was very interesting and very fun. Love the jellyfish here. They used to have some, Oh yeah. they used to have one jellyfish tank, I believe. Now they've got like all these jellyfish tanks in there yeah. with these awesome colors and, and lots of kind different of kinds, different of kinds, right. You didn't know existed. Like, 
I just kind of feel like there's jellyfish, yep. you know, but no, there's lots of different the kinds kind of jellyfish. The kind that sting you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if there's a jellyfish in the water, you want to take Shannon with you snorkeling because she'll find them. Yeah, because they like me. How many times have you been stung? Five or more. I feel like I feel like it's every time we go out in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. At least snorkeling, like not here. Yeah, you not got, like just got... going out like... I mean, I've gotten like the stinging nettles, right. you know, out in the water. Just but you know, you've never been like bank. stung by a real jellyfish in Florida. Only like in the Caribbean yeah. or on a cruise or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much every cruise. You're an old vet. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, and then this also was where that really cool octopus was. This the is bigger the big one. one, Pacific octopus, and this was like when you think of an octopus, this thing was big. Yeah, yeah. It his like his uh, tentacles were like. Up against the glass, you could see, like, all of his, like, suction cups and everything. It was and he really was cool. moving around a lot. He was. He was active. Yeah, he wasn't just one of those, you know, sometimes you go to a zoo or aquarium and you're like, where's the animal? He's hiding in the back. This guy was no, out he, there. He was and like, he was, like, the star of the show. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. The whole experience was great. Yep. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm so thankful that the aquarium invited us to go out. Yep, I would really, really, I definitely recommend this place to go to, especially Highly recommend. if you're if you're local, if you're a, a Floridian in Central Florida, it's a place you got to go to at least once. Even if you're in North Florida or South Florida, <laughs> drive up for the Florida Aquarium because it's, I mean, it really is, I feel like, a destination aquarium. It's its worth the drive. And it's right in the middle of everything. It's right downtown. So yeah. if you're like, we've already talked about the cruises. If you're in town for a cruise, it's, it's like, the, it's a really good thing to do. It's really close to the Tampa History Museum, which we've been to before. Yeah, it's, it's also a great distance there. Place, yep. It's walking distance from Amelie Arena. So if you're going to a, I don't know, a lightning game or something or a concert and you want to get down there early, hey, check out the aquarium. Go to the game. Or it's right downtown. There's a lot to do really close. It, there is. There is. And all in all, it was a great day. Yep. We, yeah, good times. Good times. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or pretty much anywhere you download a podcast. Another more direct way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com, and clicking through on the button that says Become a Patron. It's a safe and secure way that you can support the show, and there are different levels, some of which will give you bonus content and even qualify you as an advertiser on the show. There is also an Amazon link on our webpage. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast or search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We will see you guys next time. 